I'm Michael Calhoun, and this is Friday, October 20th, our top local story. The Supreme Court is declining to block a judge's ruling on Missouri's Second Amendment Preservation Act that it's unconstitutional. Live to the newsroom for the latest from KMOX's Maria Kina. Michael, this is the law that limited state and local police from cooperating with the federal government when enforcing gun laws. Legal analyst Brad Young says there were two things not decided, though, with the constitutional doctrine. One is the nullification doctrine where state laws allegedly can override federal laws. That was clearly decided today. The part that wasn't decided today is the idea of what's called anti-commandeering. That is, can the federal government uh, force state officials to enforce federal law? I don't believe that specific issue was addressed in the decision. Young says that decision, that could be left for another day, though he thinks Attorney General Andrew Bailey will not pursue that issue further. Live in the newsroom, Maria Kina, KMOX News. Chaos erupted at today's Board of Aldermen meeting. Alderman Tom Oldenburg sat silently as pro-Palestinian activists berated him before the gallery was cleared from the Kennedy Room at City Hall. Emotions ran over after his resolution of solidarity with Israel was read aloud at the meeting. Activist Naveen Ayesh says they were upset about aspects of the resolution they call untrue. Continue the misspreading of, of uh, false rhetorics and, and things that have not been proven to be true. Alderman Oldenburg tells KMOX although he sat and faced the reaction from activists, he was afraid. I would be lying if I told you I wasn't fearful. I was I was certainly scared. Alderman Oldenburg's resolution was one of three conflicting resolutions introduced, but his was the only one read. Sean Malone, KMOX News. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has issued a statement on the release of the hostages from the United States, both from Evanston, Illinois, being released. He says, quote, I cannot wait to welcome them back home after demonstrating immense strength and bravery in the face of unthinkable terror. The head of the Jewish Federation of St. Louis says President Biden struck the perfect chords in his address about Israel last night. Brian Herstig tells KMOX the president's full-throated support of Israel is comforting for the St. Louis Jewish community. He says Israel is the key strategic ally in the Middle East, the only democracy. It is our partner who helped us fight ISIS and al-Qaeda and is surrounded on all sides by countries and people that want to destroy it, um, has a partner. Herstig says many people from the St. Louis region live in Israel and their children are being called up to serve in the army. You can donate to the cause at jfedstl.org. Scott Jagal, KMOX News. Congresswoman Cory Bush of St. Louis criticized President Biden today at a Washington, D.C. rally, saying many Democrats' support of Israel does not represent all Americans. Calling on Congress for more bombs and more weapons, which we know will only lead to more violence and more death and more atrocity and absolutely not. Absolutely not. An attorney for the state of Illinois is out of a job after a social media post. WBBM's Bernie Tafoya has that story. State controller's office says controller Susanna Mendoza has zero tolerance for anti-Semitism or hate speech. That's why within a couple of hours of learning that one of the attorneys in her office had posted anti-Semitic comments on social media, that attorney was fired. Reuters identifies the lawyer as Sarah Chowdhury. The news agency reports that among her online comments were, all you Zionists will pay, and hopefully someone sends you anthrax or poison, 
and you die a slow, terrible death. She's also been removed as the president of the South Asian Bar Association of Chicago. Back at City Hall, a pair of bills regulating short-term rentals will head to Mayor Tashara Jones' desk after passage by Alderman. The sponsor of the bills, Brett Narayan, says once the mayor signs the bill, the building's division will have one year to get a permitting program up and running. They can also do it sooner if it's technically feasible. There's some third-party contracts that'll need to be put in place, so we wanted to make sure that they didn't have their back to the wall as far as time. So I'd like to see it stood up before next summer. The legislation includes regulations like mandating a two-night stay minimum and limiting the ownership of short-term rentals to four per person. The St. Louis High School campus, impacted by a deadly shooting last year, will close on the one-year anniversary. In a letter to parents at both Central Visual and Performing Arts and Collegiate School of Medicine and Bioscience High Schools, Superintendent Dr. Keisha Scarlett said both will close Monday and Tuesday to create opportunities for reflection and remembrance, to honor lives that were lost, and to support those who were injured and recovering. Grief counselors will be available to students. 15-year-old Alexandria Bell and veteran teacher Jean Kuzka were killed on October 24th of last year when a 19-year-old former student entered the school and started firing. Police later said he was armed with an AR-15-style rifle and more than 600 rounds of ammunition. He was shot and killed by officers. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. The most personal of information may have been stolen during a data breach being disclosed by St. Louis University. In letter sent to those potentially affected. SLU says everything from social security numbers and passwords to health insurance information and medical histories may have been compromised. The Post-Dispatch reports email accounts may have been vulnerable from December 2022 to July 23. SLU discovered suspicious activity in March of 23. The KMOX business desk for the first time in 40 years Cyborgs on Gravoy is getting a remodel. They announced on Facebook the restaurant will close November 1st through the 22nd for construction. As the news continues on KMOX. Covering St. Louis City Hall. Today's Board of Aldermen meeting erupted into chaos when Alderman Tom Oldenburg's resolution was read aloud, sparking backlash from pro-Palestinian activists. KMOX's Sean Malone spoke with Alderman Oldenburg an hour ago. All right, we're speaking with Tom Oldenburg, the alderman with the City of St. Louis, about today's events at uh, the Board of Aldermen meeting. So, Alderman, give us an idea from your perspective. Uh, When you introduced this resolution and asked for it to be read, did you expect this sort of reaction? I did not. You know, this inter- this resolution was initially introduced last week, and uh, the president and a few other members uh, decided to suppress it. Um, it was drafted three days after the October 7th attack on Israel. Uh, a lot of people from the Jewish community uh, reached out to me, and the resolution mirrors a resolution that was drafted in the House of Representatives where there's over 380 supporters. So I didn't think it would be incredibly controversial. Um, And I I certainly regret the tension and and the pain that it caused, but aldermen should be allowed to introduce a resolution and not have the chambers erupt where it creates an unsafe environment. And and that's what I felt today, and I'm sure my, my, my colleagues at the Board of Aldermen felt that same unsafe easiness, uneasiness. What was going through your mind while that chaos broke out? Because a lot of the ire was directed at you. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I would be lying if I told you I wasn't fearful. I was, I was certainly scared. And it is the president of the board of aldermen's job to, to first and foremost keep the members of the board safe. Um, again, I, 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 didn't, I, I do regret sort of any pain that was caused um, and and um, you know I regret the tension that that exists, and, and I certainly understand the situation. And 
And my resolution didn't call for the killing of innocent life or the targeting of civilians. I think everyone, everyone uh, condemns uh, the innocent targeting of civilians. N- nobody wants that. And, and human life is important, and, and I'll certainly state that. But uh, this resolution could have been handled differently last week um, with, the, with the president and the Board of Aldermen leadership, whereby this situation wouldn't have happened. Um, have you had a chance to speak to any of the activists since this uh, uh, went down? I know it's only been a few hours, but I'm not sure. Maybe if you've I been did. I talked. I don't. I I did. I, I talked to one young lady out in the hallway actually uh, before the resolution was introduced and read, um, and uh, I thought there was it was a great conversation. And I told her that um, I'm planning to introduce this resolution, um, but I'm also planning to support uh, another resolution from my colleague, uh, Rasheen Aldridge, uh, who was calling for a ceasefire. So I think if, if tempers wouldn't have flared so quickly, there, there would have been a meaningful conversation and um, uh, not, not what took place. Do you still plan? I know it's heading to committee now. Do you still plan to introduce this resolution as it is in committee or at all? I don't think it's uh, going going to be entertained. Honestly, I, I think it will uh, remain in committee, um, and I, I just I don't think there's the um, um, the willingness right now for my colleagues to hear it. And I get that. Alderman Tom Oldenburg joining us on KMOX. Thank you so much for your time, sir. We appreciate it. You bet. And immediately following the Kennedy Room Gallery getting cleared, Sean spoke with activist Naveen Aish with the American Muslims for Palestine Group. Alderman Oldenburg had a lot of the ire directed at him because he was the one that introduced the resolution that you guys took exception with. What would you want him to know? I would. I want him to know that his life is not directly affected by this resolution either way and that before he sits around trying to legislate affairs in the Middle East... He needs to be sitting down with the people that are directly affected because as his work as somebody in a leadership position, he has an influence over his constituency and those that are following him and words matter. The way he is framing what is happening, the way he is framing parties involved matter. And so I want him to be mindful of how he is framing his rhetoric. I want him to be mindful of factual information and I want him to be mindful and not uh, uh, continue the misspreading of, of uh, false rhetorics and, and things that have not been proven to be true. And final question, why here? This is a city government. They don't have anything to do with foreign policy, no matter what resolution gets passed. So why the city of St. Louis? Why city government? Why Are you asking me why we're here or why they are introducing? Just why here in particular? Why bring this up with the city government as opposed to, not sure. that you aren't, but as opposed to another governing branch, yeah, just because they don't have any say in foreign policy? Well, you know, and that's the thing is that we didn't bring it to them. They kind of brought it upon themselves. And we're here anywhere Palestine is mentioned. We will be present. I will be present. And you can ask. I spent my entire 20s in our state capital uh, talking to members of both ends of the aisle, uh, trying to educate them more about the plight of the Palestinian people. And, and honestly, to get them to use whatever influence they had to prevent where we are today in history and each and every time they just reaffirmed for the right for Israel to defend itself even when they were not under any reason to hypothetically have to defend themselves and here we are now and it just sounds like a um, the little boy who cried wolf situation it's it's no one wants to acknowledge that what has been occurring is a response it's more so of this image portrayed that Palestinians hate Jewish people and that we wake up every day just wanting to cause destruction that's not the reality you're talking about people that are not living regardless, people who are living under an occupation, who have nothing to lose. And I think that people who, people wanting freedom should not be underestimated. It's the measures they'll go for it, especially after 
the longest lasting occupation that has existed within our historical events and any occupation that has existed. I'm Michael Calhoun. The St. Louis All Local is a production of the KMOX News Team. Get all of the latest by subscribing. You can do so in your favorite podcast app or download the Odyssey app and subscribe and get KMOX live wherever you are.